everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. My name is Matt. And this is the show where every week Matt and I get together and we talk all things physical media, physical media adjacent, answer some of your questions, talk about the news, and we do a little bit of that, maybe get some food lessons, you know, anything we feel like doing. Yeah, speaking of food lessons, this is uh, the second video we're filming and I did, skipped lunch today, so I, uh, I decided, you know what, I'll, I'll throw some pizza rolls, you know, they're quick, they're easy, they're, they're bite size. You know, very, very neat. You know, you don't make, I don't make a single mess with a pizza roll. You know, it's very hard to make a mess with a pizza roll. So I figured, you know what, we'll put them on the middle and we'll have those while we're, uh, we just did the, the Bond movie breakdown. Mm-hmm. So. Well, well, actually, we'll show you the footage right now. Pizza rolls today for this week's episode. Oh, my God. Not yet. So one hit, you could just put the whole thing in your mouth is what you're saying? There's no, you're doing this on purpose now. No, I was gonna. I like to bite him in half. No, 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 no. You really just did that all on purpose, right? No, the one purpose. Two hands on a pizza roll and touched it multiple times. Like I saw you. Well, I was trying to figure out what you wanted me to do because I know that uh, you have a problem with how I eat. But, but that's that is insane. <laughs> I'm still blown away. And just look. God damn it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I You're feel, not. <laughs> well, I'm not going to change for you. No, I'm not going to put on airs. It's yeah. of the way I eat. Yeah, but it's just... <laughs> the pizza roll shouldn't touch the palm of your hand. I get that, so it's just like... It's and both. it's one hand. Now, I know you're, you're... It doesn't need to touch the other hand. <laughs> there you go. It felt weird, but... It felt weird. Mm-hmm. But no, this feels weird. I like. I don't mm. even want to because this hand hasn't touched the food yet, so it's still clean. That's what makes it weird, though. What? That one hand's getting all the work. <laughs> it's not popcorn, you know. Pop. You use two hands with popcorn. No, I'm saying with popcorn is that's an easy one-handed thing. Full of if. This is thicker, and sometimes you don't eat them with one bite. Yes, you do. I usually, I'm, I'm a two-biter for pizza rolls. That's why you're a mess. True. Because that you've never seen have people have it come sliding out. It's because they're two biters. Yeah, it should just all at once. All right, I get you. I get you. And as you just saw, yeah, um. <laughs> Matt showed me. I, first of all, I thought it was. I, do you guys eat it one bite or two bites, Matt? I feel like that's how you avoid the mess is the one bite. Well, I mean, unless you're an infant, I think most people can fit a full pizza roll in your mouth. You probably could. You, you probably definitely could, could. but then you you're 100% not, could. But you're not savoring the pizza roll that way, also. That's why you make 25 of them when you have pizza rolls. Mm. That's true. You could make a lot more. Yeah, I, I only. But you're gonna get sick. Don't eat that much then. Yeah. Just there's it. It's such a small little item that there's no room for two hands, and you somehow found a way. I always find a way to put, <laughs> and you put like. Five, six fingers on these things? Yeah, you can get pulled. That, that uh, is insane, though. It touched the palm of your hand at one point. Uh, I got small fingers, though. Big palm. But it doesn't matter. Your palm should... There's not too many foods, if any, that your palm should be touching. Taco Bell? No. Pretty much their whole menu needs to be palmed. Because, like, no. tacos, burritos, quesadillas. So, yes, yeah, so a quesadilla should never touch the palm of your hand. A burrito, yeah. maybe if it's in the wrapper. But I, I, I imagine you hold that like a baseball bat. Yeah, I do. I like just like this. That is insane. Yeah. 
two hands, like maybe like, um, you know, like fucking two hands around it, you bite into it, and then you peel down the wrapper as you go. That's not how you do it, huh? No. I understand. Not. I understand. <laughs> but oh, there was some news this week, guys. A uh, little bit of news. One thing, like, A24 announced the that... The news is, here are our wedding invitations. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, you're not going to mail it to me? Same <laughs> on the postage. Okay, yeah, I know. You could just get some of those post, uh, whatever. So I guess that's news. That right? is I'm news. Matt's married. getting married. I'm married. Yeah. And John's going to marry me. Oh, yes, I'm going to be the ordained. <laughs> I haven't decided yet if I'm going by father, rabbi, or, you know, I haven't decided yet. Uh, is there other names? <sighs> well, it definitely can't be rabbi because. Well, she's Jewish. But you're not. Yeah, I know. So you can't be a rabbi if you're not Jewish, That's right? true, but I... Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know if there's like an honorary position because I'm married. And she's really not Jewish, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> she was adopted by... So her mother was adopted by a Jewish lady. Practiced it, but... Well, Jew Judaism is a religion. It's not a, like a race of people. Yeah, but she doesn't have Jewish blood in her. No, I guess not. So I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Um, I just know that Judaism is a religion. Yes, uh, yes it is. That's all I know about it. So, A24 announced that you can only buy this from their website. They've done this before with some of their previous releases, such as Midsommar. And that is that The Lighthouse is coming to 4K. And not only that, but I ordered it the day they announced it, and it shipped to me today. I don't know when it'll get to me, but they shipped it to me. And this thing is beautiful. Hmm. The pictures aren't the greatest of it. I'm very curious to what it's going to look like in person, because Midsommar came in this, like, book type thing and it wouldn't fit on your shelf beautiful piece but i don't know if i want something like that for the lighthouse i'm hoping that it fits onto my shelf plus i just love this movie uh robert edgar's directed this stars willem dafoe robert patterson but two lighthouse keepers uh late 1890s it's a horror film like, a lot of imagery in this movie um you know a sense of dread the uh, what's that like you know claustrophobia these two men who just don't like each other but forced to be with each other i, I love this movie like i can't us, yeah. yeah pretty much uh so that's the deal uh i think it's a great movie i'm gonna give matt my old blu-ray so hopefully he likes it i have a feeling he'll hate it but you never know He's yeah that's why i didn't jump on that because i'm not too sure that uh that is a matt movie it is 45 dollars and it, but it does have Dolby Vision on it. So uh, that's a steep price for a blind buy. Yeah, that is a, something that I'm pretty sure I won't like. Yeah, I don't think you'd like it either. But I don't know. You've never seen The Witch, and you never saw The Northman, his other two movies. So mm -mm. you'd never do know. You might like it. I might. I but, might, but I might not. Yep. And then another announcement this week, and this is the only other big announcement, and I've never heard of the film. I didn't know that 88 Films put out 4Ks. Mm. So they're putting out a 4K for a movie called A Blade in the Dark. Definitely looks like a matte movie. It's like an 80s horror, I guess. Let's see. But 88 Films, that's what they do. 1983 Italian Giallo film. Mm, yeah, so. see, that's... that's, uh, that's just outside my wheelhouse, I think. I, I think you would like some Jalo films, if I'm being honest. I don't think so. Especially the 80s ones, that's a lot of like, you know, this, especially like, you need to get Phenomena. Like, there's enough cheese on there, I think you'll enjoy that movie. Oh, and it features Donald Pleasance. Really? Yeah, I just watched another movie with Donald Pleasance in it pretty recently. Interesting. And, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Connelly from, who we just saw last year in Top, Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So, man, and she has aged phenomenally. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good for her, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was really all we had as far as news this week. Did you really? have, Yeah, did you hear anything? I mean, uh, you can pre-order now the John Wick and John Wick uh, Chapter 4. I believe you can pre-order the 4K and the Steelbooks I just saw on Blu-ray.com. Yep. Uh, the Godfather trilogy is on sale right now for $50 on 4K. Mm. Uh, phenomenal 4Ks. One of the early reviews we did on the channel, we actually did a giveaway of that trilogy. We did. And we stand behind the quality of that trilogy, even if Matt didn't love the movies as much. Mm. So, you're a piece yeah. of shit. Well, we're filming this on Friday, and that means Matt and I are both right now playing Resident Evil 4's remake. Yes, we are playing Resident Evil. Yep, and what do you think so far? You know, this is exactly the, the scenario I thought was going to happen, because I told you before the game came out, I wasn't too excited about this one, because I played Resident Evil 4 before, and it's pretty much my least favorite out of all the ones I've played in the series. I feel like it's very different compared to all of the other Resident Evil games where I prefer like the Raccoon City, Umbrella stuff, Wesker, uh, all that stuff. And then you just throw me into this Spanish village and... <sighs> there isn't much connecting tissue, although, you know, there are some characters like Ada Wong, Lita, yeah. Leon has appeared in, obviously. I like the Ada stuff, but yeah. I, I prefer Leon as the rookie cop in... You they know, definitely change his character for this. Like he's like an over-the-top badass in this one. Yeah, which they in the opening they kind of ex- tried to explain it a little bit more why this is even happening and where this came from. Because I mean, if I was I didn't play these games as they released when they came out. So if I was a Resident Evil fan and I got to four, now people love this game because it changed up the, the controls. controls and the play style and the camera angle. So that I get, but. Having been Resident Evil 5 was my first Resident Evil, going back to 4 and just the the setting and the atmosphere, I just, I'm having a real tough time. And I know people say this is the best one, and I just don't see it. You know, I'm going to finish it. I just finished Dead Space Remake, and I I prefer that. It's funny, because I disagree with Matt. Um, I had a hard time with the Dead Space remake. As much as I think that game is great, the mechanics of that game are unbelievable, the atmosphere, uh, the story just couldn't hook me. And Dead Space is like a 10 out of 10 for me. I know it's you love of, that's that. That's one of my favorite games ever. I know. But and I-, I really do love Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, the remakes of those. I loved 7. I loved Village. I loved 5. Um, I played some of the Revelations. I even did ba- went back and did the, the Origins collection. I did Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil... Uh, the a remake? The well, first the, remake? The GameCube remake, yeah. Um, well, those are both GameCube games, Zero yeah, and, and the remake. And 4 and was, I, too, originally. was a, a GameCube exclusive before it got ported over. It was At game, initial GameCube release. Was, was on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was on PS2. I know the people say the Wii is like the best place to play Resident Evil. I 4. think now with this remake, there has been 14 editions of Resident Evil 4. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Yeah. But uh, just out of all the Resident Evil games that I've played, four is on the bottom for me. Yeah, that's crazy because six is out there. But I'm enjoying uh, Resident yeah, Evil. Six, six isn't good either. Yeah. yeah, I'm enjoying Resident Evil Four. It reminds me a lot of Village, the remake, mainly because like you know they've obviously overhauled the menu system, your HUD. Um, so now it's kind of like Resident Evil Village, you know, where you circle back a lot and they'll highlight stuff on your map. And but the weird thing is, is because this is using the RE engine, the it it feels a lot clunkier than Resident Evil Two and Three, which I find strange. Now, given 
I don't think they wanted to get rid of how the original Resident Evil 4 felt, which did kind of feel clunky in his movements, given mm. now you can walk. Um, instead of so when you stop to shoot, now you can actually walk. So it makes the game a little bit easier, but it is pretty hard, this game, actually. Mm. Um, yes, it is. They overwhelm you with a lot of enemies. That's always the first playthrough. Of any re and Resident, Evil, like, Resident Evil fans know that like the second and third playthrough, that's where you start having the most fun. That's where it gets easy, and you get you know, unlimited ammo, and all uh, unlock guns and all that stuff. That's where it really... That's the fun part. Um, but, yeah, it's just... And this is the longest one out of the all, 16 to 20 hours, so yeah. Just, uh, I'm just not having a great time with it. No, um, I, I'm hoping by mid-game I have... My, my mind has changed because, it, obviously, it does look mm -hmm. way better than the the original Resident Evil 4. And it plays a better, yes. But I, I thought RE2 and 3 felt smoother for they, some reason. So far, as far as the remakes go, I mean, I'm about two or three hours in. Um, it feels just clunky as far as the controlling Leon goes. And My guess is that, like I said, they're just trying to like pay homage to the original, but comparing it to two or three, even the graphics aren't as impressive. I have run into a couple glitches. Uh, my first time playing, um, the floor didn't load. Mm. I actually had to restart the entire game because none of my saves had it, and... Uh, then earlier, right before I came here, I had to open up a door and you had to put a, a pattern over something like, you know, one of the Resident Evil puzzles and it wouldn't click. It just wouldn't go through. I had to load another save and go back just to fix that. So in the first couple hours, a little bit glitchy and there was no day one patch. Oh, there wasn't a day one no, patch. No, I had no patch. Yeah, because we did the New Zealand trick where you, you put your, because um, we, we got it, John pre-ordered it digitally and we share games. So we did the. Uh, I played. I started playing on Thursday. You mm -hmm. switch your region on your Xbox to New Zealand, and it unlocks all the games a day early. So. Yeah, unless sometimes they catch on like High on Life. They did like a midnight release, no matter what region you were in. Did they? Yep. Hmm. And I it sucked because I I banged in the day that High on Life came out. Not because of High on Life, but I could have. I told you about that game. High on Life. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And uh, man, that game was great. That was one of the best games I've played in years, as That's far as game. like new releases. I love Resident Evil Village. Came out a couple of years ago, and I love that game too. Yeah, I tore up Village. Yeah, you beat that four times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I did it on professional, like under four hours. That's but, an yeah. insane. Oh my god. But yeah, so. We're both having, I, I mean, I'm having a lot more fun than you, but yeah, I wish you were. Yeah, I mean, I'm were. hoping my mind changes and my views change, but I kind of expected this. This is why I didn't get too ex excited about it, but a couple days leading up to it, the, the hype was getting up there, and I started to get a little excited. I was like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe my mind will change. Maybe I got into it. I'm like, ugh. Still got that same feeling. I guess you, if your problem is, is with the story of the game, they didn't really change the story, so mm. they can't fix that. So, unfortunately, right. it's not going to work as well for you. as It's working pretty damn well for me. So, right now, I'd say it's a go if you guys are into Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it's not a bad game by any means. It's just uh, I have a problem with the, the subject material. Hmm. Understandable. Hmm. Um, I like the umbrella stuff. I don't like this whole... I want to be an um, raccoon. It city. does feel like a standalone. Yeah, it's like way out of left field. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. Um, I actually brought a Blu-ray with me because Carlos, who did ask us one of our, asked us a question that we'll get to later. Uh, he won our digital code giveaway, but he didn't want a digital code, but he did ask me to review this. Looked it up. It has a Kino Lorber release. Um, I've never seen this movie. I've heard of it because John Malkovich is in it. And it's called Making Mr. Right. And I'm 
going into this completely blind. Uh, from what I understand, I did kind of read it a little bit briefly. Kind of sounds like a reverse of uh, Weird Science. Like, you know, they make like the perfect person. They made the perfect girl. It sounds like John Malkovich is the perfect guy. Do you think that's his real hair? Because John Malkovich is notoriously bald. That looks like a wig, right? Good wig. A good wig. Could be. Maybe. Or maybe that's just what his hair looked like before he went bald. I don't know, but... I'm looking forward to that, so there'll be a review coming for that soon. And this week on the channel, actually, Matt just got wanted on 4K, which you're excited about. Oh, yes, yes. Came early. Yeah, so that actually, at the time of this, you guys probably already saw the review. But we got that this week, Mm. The Exorcist 3 on 4K, Dead Silence on 4K, and good shout in Scream Factory week. Yeah, solid week for them. Uh, Well, well, I mean, we don't know what any of them look like yet. No, uh, we don't. Well, you guys can look at our Wanted review to see, because this is before that. Yes, I'm going to watch that after this. I'm really excited for The Exorcist 3 on 4K. I think time travel. Yeah, yeah, Exorcist 3 on 4K. I can't wait. I love that movie. Yeah, I'll, uh... One day you got to see that one. one. Yeah, i got to do a watch-through of all three of them, I guess. Uh, skip two. Please don't watch The Herrick. Yeah, but you have to. No, you don't have to. It's not connected? No, they don't. They ignore two completely. Three is a direct sequel to one. Two is a direct sequel to one also. Right. But three is a direct sequel to Alternate one. Alternate timelines. Yeah, pretty much, because that movie is considered one of the worst horror sequels ever. Interesting. Like, uh, I can't recommend it. I think it's bad, too. I... I Forget what everyone else thinks. It's just bad. It's a bad movie. I don't see it. Just watch the original one and then watch uh, The Exorcist 3. Okay. Think you'll get more out of it. Plus, uh, Brad Dourif is in The Exorcist 3. George C. Scott. Yeah. Good cast. I recommend it. Interesting. So, we'll see. When the 4K comes out, what do you think? Okay. Maybe I'll let you borrow it. Maybe. And then maybe you can try it for the first time. Maybe I can. Yep. Maybe. I also, knows? last week, we saw Shazam. We did see Shazam. Um, which, uh, we'll do a little bit of a spoiler talk about it, because uh, something we didn't get to bring up, we just did a short on it. But I want to get your thoughts. I'll put a time code when we stop talking about this right here. But, uh, you know, they threw Gal Gadot in there mm-hmm. with, as Wonder Woman. Right, yeah. Again, I don't, I don't have my finger on the pulse of the superhero stuff like some people do, and I don't have like the the comic knowledge from when I was a kid. So I just, I know that James Gunn is taking over, and they're like retconning all of the the DC stuff mm-hmm. that's out. But why was Wonder Woman in this then? See, that's what I'm having a hard time with. They made this movie, and they also made Black Adam, and they're like basically just dead on arrival because they're just not going to be factored in. Like maybe if they made some money, like they would include those in the next version of DCEU. But no, it's like they just made these movies, and now like oh, they were gonna because Gal Gadot's not even coming back as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't understand. And, and if there was any hope for Shazam to even possibly be in the new DCEU or get you know. <laughs> just have a role or get his third film that ain't happening because if you guys saw the box office numbers this movie bombed Did hard it? yeah huh. one of the worst openings for a movie of this size ever so that's crazy and you know one thing we didn't mention in the short either and i didn't really pick up on until i listened to kind of funny do their review of it and uh it's really just a kid's movie. It is a kid's movie. You know, it is. I'm and not... I didn't really notice that. No, I And mean... those grown-ass men sitting next to us in the theater were laughing their asses off. Oh, yeah. That? Oh, my God. There were some people who, <laughs> they had a great time. They yeah, were loving they, every they joke in this it. movie. And I, I don't think I laughed once. <laughs> one, one or, once or twice, but I can't even remember what I laughed at. 
Um, I, I had just such a hard time looking at it. I thought this movie was ugly. I mean, the CGI was bad. Uh, I disagree with that. I know I, you do. But... I, I didn't have any problems with that. I thought mm. it looked fine. I know. I, um, uh, I enjoyed my time, and I, I liked it. I, I don't regret going to see it. I, I, no, it's not the worst movie ever. It I wasn't just, the, bad. I thought the first Shazam was great. I did like the first Shazam a lot. I think that the message of that, like, you know, they kind of went a little dark. Like, his mother didn't want him. Like, you know, that's pretty yeah. fucked up. Like, I, yeah, this wasn't as good as the original. No, you know, like, and, it, and it's hard to make a sequel to this. Like, we've already established all the kids and stuff like that. And, you know, Jack Dylan Grazer, the one kid, is Freddy. He he was great. Mm, I like yeah, him. Yeah, he was good. Anytime yeah. he pops up, like, in the first It movie, he was great. You know. I hope for more for that guy. I think he'll be a great actor going forward. Yeah, um, he was good. Zachary Levi has Shazam down, so he's great. Yeah, and the other, the, the other before we move on, the other, uh, the only other thing is the kid version and the adult version of Shazam. They don't act the same. No, they're ter- they. It's better than the first movie, but yeah, they have different personalities. It's so funny. It's like it's like he turns <laughs> into this, but like. One thing I realized while watching this is, like, they're adult versions of these guys. I'm assuming that's what they're all going to look like as adults. Right, except the girl who... Already looks like an adult. Yes. Because she is an and adult. They didn't, and they didn't have a different act. They just changed the hairstyle. A little Kinda bit. Kind of like when Superman puts on glasses and no one's like, oh, this can't be Superman. No. And Superman doesn't wear glasses. Superman doesn't wear glasses? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, again, kids movie. Yeah. So I guess maybe I was a little too hard on it because, yeah, I'm sure kids will enjoy this more than I did. But So uh, it's like going back... And I made this mistake. I went back and I watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yes. The one with the ooze guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember loving that movie. That movie was awesome. I rewatched it maybe a year or so ago and, hmm. Didn't age well, huh? You know, not really. That's it, nostalgia, man. That's why I, I, I haven't watched Space Jam since I was a kid. Factory. No, Space Jam holds up. Does it? Yeah, Space okay. Jam's good. I'm I'm afraid because I love that movie as a kid. I'm afraid that I'm gonna watch it and be like, "Wow, this is dog shit." <laughs> no, 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 Space Jam is actually still good. Okay, I'll check that one out then one day. So one thing actually that we've been talking about, we haven't really addressed here on the channel, is the equipment that we use, and we wanted to talk a little bit about that because we've had a couple comments asking us because people disagree with some of our reviews and uh, right. how we do audio tracks and everything like that. So I have an LG C1, an LG C2, and a Sony 950HTV. That's what I test the 4Ks on. I use a Sony, what's my 4K player? Because we bought it together. It's like, the 800 series, I think, right? Yeah, I think it's like a U... A UB840? Or or an M800, something 800M. Yeah, it's a something to 800M. I know you have a Panasonic 820K. I have the UB820. And then I also test the 4K discs when I'm testing the HDR10 with my LG C1. I use my Xbox Series X. So those those are the two things that I test on. And then as far as my audio goes, I have a Samsung Q90R. That's basically what I test all of my stuff on. And then Matt uses, like we just said, the Panasonic. And then he has an LG CX and mm-hmm. an LG C1. He also has a Series X, a PlayStation 5. But mostly because of his 4K player, he tests with that yeah i just used the 4k player hooked up to directly hooked up to the the lg cx um i went in depth with all my settings i i have everything pretty dialed in uh so the one thing we've noticed is a lot of people are having problems with uh the dts stuff uh because my equipment transfers everything to pcm if it's a dts track 
Correct. Yeah, so Dol- Dolby seems to be the most popular one. And 90% of movies are all Dolby tra- uh, tracks anyway, so it's not really a big deal. So I have the Sonos Arc soundbar with um, the big subwoofer and two fives as uh, my rears. And it sounds pretty damn good. I had the Samsung that John had. He That's put it in his bedroom now. It's up in my bedroom. It's up in my bedroom. This fucking now. thing is crazy loud, by the way. Let yeah, it's pretty. Put... It sounds pretty good, but it is no comparison to the Samsung uh, to the Sonos. The Sonos is absolutely insane. There is an option on the back of the the 4K player I have to have a dedicated audio HDMI and a dedicated uh, video, but the way the my soundbar is set up, it's not a regular receiver where you can just plug in audio. It, it's called an ARC, so it has to be plugged into the ARC port on your uh, on your TV. So that's just kind of where we're at. Uh, we, so again, we don't have the highest end, the highest professional end equipment. We don't have like... Well, for audio, I think we have pretty good high-end TVs. Yeah, we have good TVs, but our audio could... There's some room for improvement there, but again... The Sono sounds fucking incredible. And I'm not an audiophile like you are, and I've gone to the Dolby Theater with you how many times? When I come and watch a movie here, I mean, it's comparable. Like, I don't know if my ears, like, is, is like drinking whiskey where you could taste all 32 flavors. Like, am I, like, supposed to know, like, oh, that would have sounded better had it, like, because I get it, like, with the rear, sh- the, I mean, the speakers that shoot down that you could also still buy from Sonos if well, you want. Well, a proper Atmos setup, there's going to be in-ceiling speakers, and there's going to be speakers all along the walls, uh, more front channels, more rear channels. There's a lot more to it than just a soundboard. But for Sonos to be comparable in your eye, it, that's saying something. It, it, it is a fantastic soundboard. I think it's probably top dog in my opinion. But also I've learned that the LG TV does not pass through DTS. So you don't get DTS tracks either, right? No, I don't get it mad. Uh, mine doesn't. It, but it, it, I don't know because I don't know if it's just the Sony thing reading it wrong. Because when I do hit display, it says DTS HD 5.1. Right. So I assume but, that's what I'm getting. But right, the LG but does. The way yours is hooked up, your your soundbar is hooked up through the ARC port. Yes. On your TV. Passes through. And your 4K player is directly into the TV. Into the TV, so it's passing through. So your LG apparently does not pass through DTS. It's going to make that PCM, I guess. Mm. Or, you know, again, I'm not entirely sure because when I look at the info on my... uh, On the player, it's giving... On the player, it it says it's DTS, but it's transferring it to PCM. Yeah. But again, it sounds fantastic. Whatever witchcraft they use, I think the PCM sounds... Just as good, you know. They're just converting it to the to the what the equivalent is of a PT, PCM to a DTS. So it's yeah, usually so. just going to read it the same way, from what I understand. It's just going to convert the actual like name of it. It's like making. Um, my assumption is I'm not an expert on this, but like when you get a medication, they'll give you a generic brand, but they're like it's the exact same thing. Right. You know, I assume that's what they're doing. It's just that it's a licensing thing more than likely. Yeah, and so. that's another thing I want to add. When you guys are watching your Blu-ray movies, your 4K movies, even a DVD, before you press, don't just put the disc in and press play. Even on Blu-rays, because I know John makes this mistake. and I With Blu-rays, him, not 4K. I yeah. yell him all the time. Mm-hmm. Before pressing play, scroll over to setup. Sometimes they'll hide it under language. But go to language, go to setup, and somet- most of the time, the the best audio track is generally the default. However, sometimes... It's not, and you have to switch audio tracks. So, like, 
if it has an Atmos track, 90% of the time the Atmos track is going to be the default, unless some boutique labels will put the mono stuff first, if that's like the intended way to watch it. Mm-hmm. But like, got to be careful so with that sometimes. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what what did we just watch? Was it Austin Powers? Austin Powers. This Blu-ray started automatically, didn't take you to a menu system. Yeah. So I assumed when I watched it that that's the best audio track. It just went into the movie. Right, yeah. Even when movies do that, I'll hit pop-up menu or main menu and I'll go and I'll double check and I'll make sure. And it turns out there mm-hmm. was an uncompressed audio option. Now... The way you could tell this is better, so I think your player should do this as well, but if you go to the status on your uh, your 4K player, it'll read you everything. It'll read what the disc is putting yes. out video, what the, vis- the disc is putting out audio, and then there'll be an HDMI symbol, and it'll show you what your player is putting out. When you change the audio tracks, it went from like a couple megs to like 50 megs. Or, or something, I forget the exact numbers, but it was a significantly higher number. So the bigger file for the audio track is going to sound better because there's more information there. So that's something you gotta pay attention to. It mine does do that. It'll display everything that the disc is available to read on the top, and then underneath that displays what it's actually putting out. So right, it yeah. does separate it if you but, get this. And most 4K players will have this option so you can view it yourself. Yeah, so like when I'm watching a movie, the, Right in the beginning, that's the first thing I check. I check that. I check and see what HDR it's putting out. Um, I'll look at my audio track, the length of the movie, all that stuff. And it's just, these are tools there so you can have the best experience. So I just want to pass that information on. Always check your audio tracks. And again, if sometimes there won't be a setup or audio option. Go to language, and it'll be under language. Yep. Yeah, that's a mistake like Matt said. I've made with Blu-rays. I, I don't really check them. I just assume they're putting out the best. I really didn't start really paying attention to the audio tracks until 4K. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just old habits are hard to break. Right. But let's move on to the Q&A portion of the show. Uh, but one of these questions is really um, it's a good question about physical media that I want to dive right into because it could be a really good subject. Well, that's uh, what we do here. Yep. And it's from Anthony Gonzalez. And he wrote, do you guys think physical media will ever become online only. I've noticed a lot of my local real retailers slowly getting rid of their movies. Oh, he means only purchase online. I was like, well, that wouldn't be physical media if it was streaming, but he meant... Yeah, like by, by being able to go to like a, you right. know, a book and mortar store or something like that. Brick and mortar. Is that what... <laughs> okay. You did not just call it book and mortar. I thought that's what and it was. That's what you thought? That, that was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know it was That's a bad water. Rickyism, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it yeah, was book and mortar. It is. Why? How? Just sound because uh, when I hear all right, so in my head every time I've ever said book and mortar, most people I this is the first time I've been corrected. Um I always think of Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Books, Barnes and Noble. Do you understand what a brick I, and mortar store is? Yeah, it's just a regular store, like a regular but do you physical know why they store. Call it that? Because it's a physical store but that's brick, bricks and stuff, I assume now, based on how you're looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. The building is built with bricks, and in between the bricks is mortar. Is that what's... It, Cement, mortar, yes. Never heard that. Yeah. Okay. It's brick, mortar, brick, mortar. It's brick and mortar. Yeah, okay. Well, it's built like a house foundation is brick and mortar. Okay. Or cement. Same yeah. thing. Well, now I know. See? Every week I learn something new here on the channel. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the only book and mortar store would maybe be the one in um, <laughs> Zoolander. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so small. How are the kids gonna fit in it? <laughs> what was the name of the school anyway? Something for the Derek Zoolander Center for kids who can't read good. 
a center for ants. Kids who can't read or something like something like that. I don't remember? <laughs> Put that clip in here. Oh, definitely. How are they gonna fit? <laughs> so he doesn't small. understand. It's a model. <laughs> oh, I love Zoolander. <laughs> have you seen the second Zoolander? No, have you? I have it, but I haven't had the balls to watch it. I yet. heard bad things. That's yeah. why I haven't. So I had to add it to the collection because I had to complete the series, but I did not watch it yet. I comedy sequels are rough sometimes. Although. Super Troopers Part 2 was actually pretty good. I have to watch that one. That, and also, um, pretty. Re I thought Anchorman 2 was pretty damn good. I know a lot of people get yeah, on that one. Yeah, from what I remember, um, it's been actually probably and obviously, like 15 wait, years since I watched that. But Anchorman 2? It's not even 15 years old, but that's one cool. 1 and 2. Yeah, I, I saw it when it first came out on Blu-ray, and that's about it. I've seen it a couple times since uh, then. Uh, I saw it in the movies, though, but you, know, you haven't watched Anchorman in a while? The original? Oh my god, I watch Anchorman every year. I gotta watch That's that That's a fucking soon. Stone Cold classic. Yeah, I gotta watch that soon. That that one is uh, underrated in my book. Underrated? Well, yeah, well, you're underrating that yes, one. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, I, that one doesn't, I don't have that many miles. That's Will that Ferrell's best movie. It's science. Uh, I'm sorry, like... Uh, you know, I can't agree or disagree again because I haven't seen it enough. Because I originally did not like Anchorman. Neither did I. That movie does age. Every time you watch it, it gets better because you pick up on the... It's so quotable. Like, you right. know, 60% of the time, it works every yeah, time. Yeah, I gotta revisit Anchorman very yeah. soon. I could be wrong here, but I believe that... What is the term he said? Um, we need more... Diversity. He's uh, like... It's like, I could be wrong, but I think that diversity is an old, old wooden ship from the Civil War era. <laughs> Ron, I have, a, I have a hard time believing the network can pick, uh, cares about an old wooden ship from the Civil War era. <laughs> 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 but anyway, do I think that physical media will stop selling physical media at physical stores? I do. Honestly, it's kind of looking like it's heading that way. It's pretty much there now. Yeah, at least we live on Long Island in New York, and... Most of the Best Buys now, we used to have like four or five shelves. Now we get like, I think two, maybe three racks and a couple shippers and that's it in the Best Buys. Yeah, with the exception of some thrift stores, we have Best Buy that has probably the most selection yeah, which still, is, which is crazy. Target just downsized a lot. They have an end cap. Walmart has a little bit. And they're um, mostly DVDs. I mean, you have FYE, mm -hmm. but FYE is just expensive as hell. They uh, they are very, very overpriced. Um, they price gouge. However, you can find some gems in there every once in a while if you go into the... Um, because they sell used. They so, sell used, so and then they'll do some uh, like discounts and clearance stuff here and there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll find something. FYE is your best shot for physical media being sold in stores, probably, because they sell vinyl now. Like, they're kind of keeping those old physical, like, in-store uh, buying things alive, basically. Like, yeah, I mean... Retro yeah, stuff. It's really just Amazon. And where I, if I'm buying a Blu-ray or something, I'm the first place I look is either Best Buy or Amazon. Yeah, I... I we used to love just popping in the Best Buy and going and looking around and yeah, just like, maybe we'll buy this. Like, I do. I do that all the time. I, I I would say at least a quarter of my collection is just blind buy from looking at the back of the, well, the cover art, you know, on something just perusing the aisles and 
we don't really have that option anymore. That sucks. No, it does suck. I used to love that. I mean, I, there's so many movies I never would have found if it wasn't just like box art selling me on it. Or mm-hmm. now it's that's like how blockbuster was. Yeah, the blockbuster way. We didn't like look up reviews to everything, especially when we were younger. Never mm-hmm. looked up. Or now, like while you're on the aisle with the 4K in your hand, you could just be looking up somebody's reviews. I mean, like Jeff at Films at Home. I've been in a Best Buy with his review playing before I purchased it to see if it was worth it. You right. know, like yep. you couldn't do that. Like even just ten years ago you couldn't do that yeah and back then you could still go into most places and buy 4ks and blu-rays and i just i unfortunately i think that's the way it's headed we're just going to be online only and i even think even a few years down from that you'll only be able to really buy i wouldn't be surprised if best buy even gets out of the physical media game completely and just i think that's their end goal i don't think they want it in the stores because it just keeps getting smaller and smaller but like that kind of defeats the purpose of going to a Best Buy for me. I, I mean, I don't. I, that's the only reason I go in there for video games and movies, really. Yeah, me maybe too. some computer stuff here and there, but I just think eventually 4Ks and Blu-rays will shift more to a boutique level thing where you'll be getting them mostly from Criterion, Kino, all the studios. They'll be putting them out. I I don't know if we'll always have those studio releases i feel like maybe because disney has said recently that they want to concentrate more on home media so maybe they'll we will have that but you know i'm always skeptical i'm always you know concerned uh that's why i'm kind of going the route of matt he's finally getting into my head like don't skip out on this because you'll regret it because i've had it where i've regretted it where it's gone out of print and now the next thing for me now is the damn slipcovers. Slipcovers only come in the the original pressing, really now. So if you want a slipcover on something, you kind of got to buy it right away, and that fucking sucks. I, I hate know. that. I know. Yeah, they and they'll let you know usually, but I mean, I think Arrow said that there are limited editions now you could buy. Well, no, I'm talking about even just a studio release. Oh yeah, studio releases is tough. Because there was something recently that I wanted a slip. Oh, I want because I want to eventually get like the Puss in Boots movies. Mm. But I want the slipcover on that, you know, but I don't want it right now. No, so if, unless you buy it now, and that's probably an expensive 4K right now, probably like 27 bucks, right? It is, that's why I don't want to spend it. Yeah, I do want to review that, though. I keep hearing how good it is, the new one. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we answered your question, Anthony. That's a great question, though, and, you know, just like you, we, we would love to, like, go in the stores and buy it. Well, I know, like, in Jeff from Films at Home, he lives in the New England area, and they have stores like Bull Moose. Yeah, um, he got... We don't have that out here. They have, they have other stores that aren't... But I guess they're more physical media-oriented up there, but you would think, like, Long Island, New York would have this shit, but we don't really have too much of that. Oh, wow, it's really Best Buy. And we have it. more retro video game stores than like a physical media store, and yeah, we are surrounded by some retro video game stores. We have like three. Yeah, which is good amount in the local area. I and, guess so. And we have a couple just retro stores in general, like Time Hop, and then we have uh, they just opened up a pinball store, a pinball arcade in Patchogue, which is near us, and in the mall you can go play old arcade games at a mm. game on. So there's retro gaming stuff, but movies, yeah, it's. We, it's it's tough. We don't even have the best theaters out here. But even like the retro game stores, it's all picked clean for all the good stuff, you know. So you're just getting all like mid grade, good to mid grade stuff, you know. A lot of Madden and Grand Theft Auto, PS2 games. Oh, they have so much of the stuff. Yeah, you know, like just friendly. all the common stuff. The, the the rarer stuff is generally picked mm-hmm. clean, or just the prices of games right now are just insane. So yeah. it's like. I'm not paying fucking $75 for a fucking PS2 game right now. A game that you're not going to even play. Yeah, so. 
So we hope we answered that, Anthony. That was a great question. Thank you. And our next question was actually asked to us on Let's Talk, last week's, ep- last week's episode of Let's Talk, and it was from William Thomas. Which movie do you wish Disney would give for Boutique Label to release on 4K? Arrow, Arrow to do the, to- the Tron movies would be amazing. I agree with that. The Tron movies are one thing I would love to come to 4K because those are some beautiful looking movies, even the original one is bad CGI. Yeah, um, Disney, I would say Aliens. Aliens, yeah. I would love to see that on 4K. Even though that's probably not what he was asking. No, he's asking probably Disney franchise movies. Right. Like, um, and right away, I'm going to go to two animated films that would be perfect in the Criterion Collection, and that's Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Yep, those are good movies. Um, Free Willy is not Disney, right? No. No. They had Shamu. They did have Shamu. I, yeah, I would like a nice release of Free Willy, because that movie means a lot to me. That, that was a big one for me. Me too. Um, I love that movie. I, I fucking hate that we don't have it. Now I'm in the mood to watch it. I have it. it on DVD. I just got the DVDs. You set. got the four of them, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like eight bucks for all four of them on DVD. I, I do like the first two a lot. You got to figure like the first Cinderella, the original one, that would make fit in with the Criterion Collection. But I'm trying to think of like what would be like a good live action movie that Disney owns. I think Disney owns the uh, the rights to Turner and Hooch. Which stars Tom Hanks and Hooch the Dog, which would be amazing on 4K because I absolutely love Turner and Hooch. Let me tell you. Uh, I wish we would we would get a better release of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, I heard that the original Pirates, and that is like on sale. I think all the time too. Yeah, yeah to do the whole series of that would be a great 4K set. I can't believe we haven't gotten that. That's just a license to print money. Yeah, huh. that and um, the Marvel stuff. Yeah, that would be better 4Ks of that with the IMAX enhanced scenes yeah, would be nice. Yeah, because we do have them all in 4K, but they're not really... They're not really on 4K. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think that those are Disney properties, what right? What about Little Giants? Little Giants. No, we discovered that was Warner Brothers, but that okay. would be a nice 4K as well. Um, you know, I'm always... My mind's going to... Mighty I, Ducks? Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's Disney. 100%. That'd be a nice little triple pack. Yeah, get that. And plus, they had the revamped series. That's another one. Why aren't those on 4K? People love the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah, quack, quack, yeah. <laughs> quack, 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 It's where Keenan Thompson, I think, got his start. Because did you see that Good Burger 2's coming to Paramount Plus? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Good Burger would be a nice 4K. Mm, <laughs> I have the Blu-ray. I don't have the Blu-ray. That just came to Blu-ray. What about Heavyweights? Is that Disney? I don't think that's Disney. It's a good movie, that's, though. I love that movie. It might be Disney. Actually, that might be a Disney movie. Uh, Parent Trap from the 90s. Hocus Pocus is Disney, right? We have that on 4K. I know, but that is Disney? Yeah. Because that's a good 4K. It is. Yeah. And we didn't get Hocus Pocus 2 on 4K like I knew we wouldn't. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. Um, hmm. What else came out in the 80s and 90s from Disney that would deserve a 4K... Uh, from a boutique label, I could just think of all the like the Disney Renaissance films and like their animation would be all great on 4K. Mm. Uh, Nightmare Before big... Christmas would be a good one. Yeah. yeah, I would say one of my favorite Disney animated. I love Peter Pan. Uh, you do love Peter Pan. Um, Peter Pan is one of my favorites. I love Sword in the Stone. That's a great one. Sword in the Stone is good. Um, Hundred One Dalmatians is good. Lady and the Tramp is good. I was going to say Lady and the Tramp. That's a good one. Uh, Jungle Book was actually also one of my favorites. You did like the Jungle Book. I think that might have a 4K release from Disney, but I could be wrong on that. Because hmm. Disney is doing their own, for their 100th anniversary, their own collection of 4Ks coming out in those nice packaging this year. So it looked like they're from the vault. Because yeah. when we were growing up, 
Um, I'm sure you guys remember Disney used to have the commercials like, oh, coming out of the vault for a limited time. Time is running out. On January 31st, Disney stopped selling these classic videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually why I have my Lion King Blu-ray because I remember seeing them like, oh, I don't want it to go back in the vault and I grabbed that quick and it was like $23. Yeah, <laughs> Disney stuff is expensive. Always. I, I had a hand. I have a handful of Disney stuff on Blu-ray, and it was just—it was always very expensive to get. Now it's—it's kind of hard to buy a Disney Blu-ray only because it's all on Disney Plus, and I, I understand the, you know physical media and all that stuff, but it's just so expensive, and it's right there on Disney Plus. That's. And they seem to always give the favorite. They favorite. Disney Plus. Right. They yeah, get the better like, quality stuff as it is anyway. That's the only stuff that I'll, I'll, I'll look at a streaming service first before I buy it. And I don't know why what it is about Disney Plus, but I just, for some reason, I'll take that over the... Disney's a billion dollar company or billions, and they're just guiding you towards Disney Plus so they get your I money. I guess. I don't know. But I just, for some reason, I, I, that even with the Marvel stuff, I... I well, I, I, we bought Multiverse of Madness and stuff, but... That was the last one I got from them. From I think so, yeah. That's the last one I have as well. But I uh, I just don't feel the urgency to pick up the Disney stuff on physical anymore. And I don't know why. We, maybe that's the reason why they're getting rid of it. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Moving on to the next question. Thanks, William. That was a good one. I should probably buy some more Disney stuff now. Yeah, maybe. And this is the one from Carlos. Carlos Chavez wrote... Okay, so you guys allow family, spouse, girlfriend, kids, cousins to go through your collection if they want to see a movie when you're not at home or even let others use them. I used to, but I've had a couple who just never returned it. Another even damaged one of my steelbooks. No one is allowed to touch my collection. Laugh out loud. Thanks, guys. The lemon thin or thanks, guys, for the lemon thin Oreos. I'm officially addicted. Yeah, the lemon thins are pretty <laughs> goddamn good. Yeah, they are. Um, as far as touching the collection, I. I kind of like, yeah. I tend to, when he's digging through my collection, because a I'm, I'm a dick. <laughs> His palms are touching, like, I just feel like my palms don't touch anything. I know, it really bothers you. It really bothers you, huh? Yeah, because you just, the way he handles everything, he's always got coffee spilled all over his hands, and he's just kind of a slob. So, you know, I, I can't have him grabbing on all my movies off the shelf. You know, everything's neat, clean, in its, in its place. Um, my girlfriend, my fiance, she doesn't really, uh, she doesn't really touch the movie. You know, she's a streamer. She That's won't really ever touch anything. Um, uh, sibling, again, there's no one that I really talk to cares about this stuff except him. So, you know, I, I guess I don't really have to worry about too many people touching my collection. I, I've had it, like, my wife, I've bought her a few movies, like, for her to, like, watch physically, like, Clueless and stuff, but she'll just always end up watching it digitally anyway, yeah, so that's the, stream, the yeah. you know, I actually forced her to watch it um, recently, she's like, I'm gonna put Clueless on, I just went and got the Blu-ray and put it in, so it at least got some use out of it. Right. But, yeah, most, for the most part, I don't like to, like, I could probably offer people to, like, oh, why don't you check this movie out, but I'm afraid of how they'll handle it. Right, that's another thing, like, I have a rental case, like, I, yeah, have, a, Matt, I have a blockbuster case, even when John goes to or something i give him the rental case and he doesn't get the case stays with me because you know people be it bounces around in the car people put it on the thing and like you know it, it'll maybe use it as a coaster or they'll scratch it up or you know mm -mm, stays on the shelf pristine condition and um that that's where it's gonna live but uh yeah i it's very selective on if anybody even gets to take the disc out of the house um it's 
you know, we invest a lot of money into our collections, and uh, you got to take care of it. And that's why we have nice collections, because we take very nice care of it. Yeah, and I take good care of my collection. I don't care what you say. I've, don't, I've never had anything break. I've never had any pack. I, you know, my packaging is still pretty damn good. Well, you gave me two movies the other day, and I, I just like any other used movie, I clean them with paper towel and Windex and all that stuff before they go on the shelf. And the paper towel is just pretty brown. I mean, that's my skin. Wash your hands before you touch it. <laughs> your skin just doesn't ooze brown. It's you're dirty. Oh, you've seen white Xbox controls, how they start to get that faded, like, like from your skin coming off. I've seen pictures. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know you might not have that problem, but you're very clean. You're a very overly clean person. It's like, not hard. I, I mean, know. I might admit. And I play in the mud. I'm out, like. Yeah, but you fucking take, like, two showers a day, you know. Like, most people do. Most people don't. First of all, there's countries in this world that don't have enough clean water for that, okay? Well, this is not that country. I agree, but I'm just saying. I think you're being a little too harsh. Most people don't take two showers a day. It's not. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary is what it is. No, it's not. But so, I hope... It's not every day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at least one shower a day, sometimes two. So, yeah, that's how we both feel. Uh, very sketchy about letting anyone touch the collection. Uh, yeah, you know, um, not into it. Not no. into it. My friend will come by and they'll... They'll put stuff out of order just to be dicks, but... Yeah, I hate that shit, because my shit is in an order that I recognize up here, so don't touch it. Mm -hmm. And this next one is from Kevin L., who asks us some great questions, and this is another one where you're going to have to think, and I know that's hard for you. So, you're on an island. There's power on an island, but no online service. You can bring three movies from each of you. You can only pick movies from either the year you graduated high school or the year you were born. One has to be action, one has comedy, and one is horror. So we're on the island together. Yes. Yeah, we so have power. We have six movies, three each. Three each. Year we were born? Yep, you can pick All a right. movie. No, you can either pick, so you have to pick an action movie, a comedy movie, and a horror movie. All right, my first pick, I'm going to save us all, Batman 89. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got fucking lucky with Batman 89. I was born in 89, so I'm taking Batman 89. Okay, well, I was born in 92, so I am going to take... Uh, I'm taking Malcolm X with me under... Oh, wait, he has to be... So, I guess, what would you put that under? Action for Batman 89? One of the options? Action, horror, and comedy. You have to pick one of each. I, so, I guess that's action for Batman. I guess. So, okay, so if I'm 92 and I have to pick an action movie, I'm going to take... This is a little bit of a cheat. I'm going to take Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood movie. Okay, why uh, is that a cheat? Because uh, I guess you could say it's not really, it's more of a drama or a western, but there's a good amount of action in that. Um, I graduated in 2010 from high school. I'm trying to think of what movie. Oh, comedy movies. I'm taking Easy A starring Emma Stone. That came out in 2010. I love that movie. What about 08? 08 as far as comedies? You have so many good choices. I'm pretty sure Step Brothers came out in 2008. Did it? Yeah. You want to fact check that, or? I, I guess I could check it. But so I'm, we're playing by the rules? Um, well, I know it came out in 2008. So we have 89 yeah. and 08? You, uh, that's so. what you have to work with. You have to work within those regions. So I'll type in 89 horror movies so you can see uh, what came out then. But the big ones are Pet Cemetery, Society, Clown House, Parents. Shocker. Came no, out. is it? Yeah. yeah shocker. Done. Fuck you. Done. So, so you got two for you. So now all you need is a uh, comedy. Comedy. So if you and take... what are the comedies of 08? All right, we'll look up or, or... 2008 
comedy films. I think Pineapple Express. No, Pineapple Express didn't come out that year. 2008 comedy film. Wow, Role Models. Role Models is good. Pineapple Express is 08. Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Strange Wilderness. Oh. Solid year. Holy shit. Yeah. Semi Pro is the next in there, too. Yeah, what are you going to pick? Oh, I don't know. Um, I love Strange Wilderness. I love Step Brothers. I love Pineapple Express. Mm. Oh, I don't know. That is a tough one. Oh, I'm changing my uh, action movie to Inception, by the way, because that came out in 2010. Okay. So that's what I'm taking for that. Yeah, so I have what? We have for... You, you have them. You just got to pick... We have Batman 89. That's for your action. My horror is Shocker, Wes Craven Shocker. Great movie if you haven't seen that, by the way. And Yeah, I love Shocker. And comedy... I guess we, we'll just do Step, Step Brothers to keep it easy, keep it simple. All right, so I'm taking Inception. As that, that's highly rewatchable. I'm taking Inception. Okay. That's going to be my action. Okay. I'm having a hard time, and uh, like I said, easy A for comment. I'm having a hard time with horror, though. This 92 is not a good year for horror. Oh, here it is. Army of Darkness. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My favorite horror film ever came out in 92. How did I forget this? Candyman. 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 Candy oh. How is that your favorite? I love fucking Candyman. Oh my god. It's an amazing movie. It's okay at best. And yeah, Easy A. Because Easy A reminds me of when I was in high school. I graduated that year. It's a high school film. So yeah. Uh, great question, Kevin. You always that ask That reminds a... you of high school? Yeah. Why? You were, you were getting paid to have sex with people? No, nobody ever paid me for sex. <laughs> You know, there was times I thought maybe I would have to. But <laughs> you basically did. No, I didn't. I got married. She's literally, she signed a document saying that she loved me. All right, everyone, this is going to be our last question. This is from Matt Mead. Hey, guys, without mentioning other YouTube, some other YouTubers, uh, mentioning, without mentioning names, some other YouTubers will buy multiple copies of a movie. They'll pick up the slipcover version, the steelbook, the, <laughs> the Target and or Walmart exclusive, etc. Do you guys do this? I guess that I could see doing this with maybe a handful of films that are important to you in your life, but to me, it's a waste of money. Correct. How, how many copies of a movie do you need? The discs are all the same. The transfer is the same. So the thing is, is though, we both own a copy of a movie twice of something that we don't even watch. Terminator 2 on 4K. Because Terminator is our favorite movie of all time. Yeah, but we... Also... I think who he's talking about is mid-level media. Uh, he's a, at least that's where I, I've watched his stuff and I've seen him buy uh, multiple cop. And I'm like, why are you wasting your money doing that? Just pick which one you like best. But we uh, like Ken here, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh -huh. <laughs> Without naming people, yeah, that's 100% who it is. <laughs> um, but I think I want to say... I agree with you 100%. The movies that are very important to you. So, like Terminator... Um, I would buy multiple copies of like Terminator, Terminator 2, well, well T2 is the one we have. I would buy all the copies of T1 if they, they release that. I don't know, what else do we not have on Batman 89? Yeah, Batman 89. I'd buy all that multiple times on like, I own like different versions where I won't sell the Blu-ray like Robocop. I have, yeah. I have a Steelbook of Robocop and then I have the 4K of Robocop. I'm never going to watch the Steelbook again, but I love that packaging. It's one of my top 10 favorite films ever. Right. So... I want to have it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, and when I was building my man cave down here, I went out of my way and I bought some VHSs of movies that I loved, and they're up on display up there. So I have Terminator, Jurassic Park, Independence Day, The Ninja Turtles, Star Wars, Jaws, 
the Batmans, Back to the Future, E.T. Like, I have movies that I really love. I have the VHSs up there on display. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you're a fan of a movie, I could definitely say, yeah, double dip, triple dip. You know, you're a fan of it. Like, Matt watches every version of The Terminator. He doesn't just go and put out the the Blu-ray. He'll put the DVD on every once in a while. He'll put the VHS in, you know. It's cool to have multiple versions if you're a fan of a movie. But, yeah, yeah no, I will not, like, on a weekday, I will order the slipcover and the steelbook. And it, that's, I don't have that kind of money. No. I wish. We're not doing but, that. No, but, you know, there's no point. Like, that's why I'm, Matt's a little, more, a little bit more picky with the slipcover. Like, if I have a slipcover and he does it, I'll give him my slipcover. As long as that disc is good, I'm happy. I appreciate great packaging and a nice, like, you know, big box set of something like that. But, you know, if it's just a slipcover... As long as that disc is good, that's more important to me. And I only need that disc one time. Yep. So, that, that answers that question. And that is our last question for this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. If you want to ask questions for next week, you can leave those in the comments section below or wait for the post during the week. Um, any comments you want to leave, like how we're doing, leave those down there too. And then while you're down there, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, and then after you're done doing all that, subscribe to us on all podcast services. Give us a five-star rating because, you know, we're both five-star men. And then after you're done doing all of that, I want you to go to Best Buy. And I want you to explain to them that they should sell everything on physical media. And then while you're telling them that, tell them about Let's Talk Entertainment and Media. And we'll be seeing you guys around. <laughs> no Uncle V this week. No Uncle V this week. Uncle V, where are you? Leave a comment. We want to know where you are. All right, guys. We'll be seeing you. <laughs>